Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. It's Natalia and welcome back to Unfiltered Fashion Talks. Today we have Tracy Garcia with us. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm so good. I'm so happy to have you on. I've been like waiting for the right moment to have you on and I don't know why I like didn't reach out sooner. I'm like I need you've been on my list since the very beginning so I'm super excited. I'm I'm so flattered and like very excited. I was like oh I really hope she's gonna have me on. Yes oh my gosh. I'm like I like I love everyone that you've had on and like I can't wait for you to bring other people on. I'm really excited. Yes it's such a fun time and you were like one of my earlier like social media friends when I like started this whole thing so it's like I don't know it's super fun to talk to people that you've been like kind of following for a while so yeah and you you're a fellow FIT student exactly (laughs) which is also really cool so fun um yeah it's so funny that we were at FIT at the same time and I did I literally didn't know like anybody at FIT I I mean yeah because I was in because you were finishing up your second yeah my associates yeah I feel like the associates and the bachelor students is just like a whole nother world I know you guys had like like, exhibition we were working on like our thesis right and even though we didn't even get to finish those and actually present those (laughs) never happened it's fine no one cares nope it's all good it's all good (laughs) yeah that was tragic but it's okay you know we've made it out of that but I was gonna say we are doing better yeah we're doing fine so it's okay at that point it was like really sad but now I'm like yeah whatever it's not that big of a deal yeah whatever but anyway um we're gonna take that back a little bit um give us your like fashion origin story I feel like everybody has like the how they got into fashion or like you know the story of how you ended up where you are yeah so um my name's Tracy Garcia um my roots are Mexican my parents immigrated to the U.S. to give their children better opportunities and I decided I wanted to take full advantage of those opportunities even though that didn't mean like you know, your generic four-year college degree. I decided yep. to go in fashion design. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, <laughs> literally. <laughs> um, so that's why I was like, um, ever since I was little, I used to like be such a painter, such a drawer. I love going into my mom's closet and, you know, just like trying on her heels and like all of her clothes. Um, but yeah, so um, ever since I was, I think probably kindergarten I think I kind of knew I wanted to be a designer or something around clothes um and that I had a goal and I like set my mind to it I didn't learn how to sew until junior year of high school because FIT required to have like some knowledge of sewing so um so (laughs) sorry honky Um, (laughs) so um I like applied to FIT it was the only school I applied to because um, I, I know knew it was like a big risk, but I was like, you know what? I know what I want. Mm-hmm. If I get in, it's meant to be. If I don't get in, I'm going to just take a year off, travel, and then try to reapply again. Because I really wanted to go in either like their evening wear or intimate apparel. And I ended up specializing in intimate apparel, which is honestly, it was the best decision ever. Because I feel it's like so I learned cool. so many I learned so many techniques. Honestly, I, like, I loved it. I loved it. And um, obviously graduated during the pandemic (laughs) (laughs) and that push well obviously you know I was like oh you know what's gonna happen I'm gonna get this like you know cool job as an assistant designer in this industry because I live in New York and I went to FIT and that's gonna happen but you know sadly COVID happened and then um the job market was just like completely not non-existent at that point um and I think I like put so much stress on myself on like finding a job that I didn't really like look towards any other doors but I knew I wanted to start a business but my I mean it wasn't <laughs> right. to start it right <laughs> then and there which is what happened because my sister was all like hey why don't you just post sewing videos on TikTok and like do something and like upcycle you know because like you're really into sustainability um because uh throughout my FIT like career I was really big on like not wasting fabrics or buying natural fabrics, but we did have to work with a lot with like lace fabric. So mm-hmm. I tried my best to like buy vintage dead stock lace and I would uh, naturally dye my lace instead of using the toxic um, chemical dyes. 
Mm-hmm. So um, I would use like all these natural dyes. Um, and th- my whole thesis was based on like natural dyeing and like using silk and um, uh, dead stock laces. So um, that like really like influenced my business to become like sustainable and just like upcycle. I love going to the thrift store and like finding clothing to like upcycle that mm-hmm. textile. Um, so I started doing that. TikTok, honestly, I love TikTok. It really helped me start my business. <laughs> yeah. Um, it really helped me. So now I have Transformations by Tracy. Um, and I bet it's been a little bit over a year in business, um, like officially, because, you know, you got to get your LLC and right, stuff. Right. So <laughs> officially. Um, but yeah, it's just so um, I make digital blueprints that I sell on Etsy and I have like a YouTube tutorial to go along with it because I know a lot of people can't afford like my made to order silk yeah. pieces. So I teach others how to make them as well as like other tutorials. So freaking cool. Yeah, I think I found you through TikTok. I'm trying to like think. I think I, made, I found you through yeah, TikTok. I think I found you through TikTok. And then I was like, oh my God, she's got tutorials on YouTube. And I looked and then I realized you like went to FIT because you like showed your whole collection or whatever. I was like, oh my gosh, so freaking cool. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that's so fun. So let's talk about like FIT a little bit. I always like to talk about FIT with people that went there because I feel like I didn't even go there. <laughs> I feel like I'm not qualified to give that much like advice and things on it so you were were there like I was there but I was I really there well I mean us fashion design we lived we lived in the classroom that is true that is true I did spend a lot of time there but I still feel like I didn't get like the full experience I don't know regardless was it there was yeah even experience don't worry you weren't even able to experience so true so true um, but what was your experience like at FIT? Like, did you like your whole experience? Like, I don't know. Was there anything that like you were surprised about while you were there that you didn't expect? Or was it pretty much what you had in mind? Um, it was like a complete culture shock for me because yeah. I'm like from a small town in California. It's called right. Robles. We're like an up and coming wine um, oh, county now, that. which is really cool. Yeah. We're number two, we're number two next to Napa now, but love um, that. yeah, but I was like a complete culture shock. Cause I came from this like small, like, um, I would, I guess I'd categorize it as like a, like, it's like an Aggie, like wine, mm-hmm. like, you know, place. Yeah. So, um, like I was the only one who went towards the arts, like right. towards the arts, like field. Um, so it was like a complete culture shock because I it's small town mm-hmm. nothing to do yep. then I came to New York City I was 18 all by myself didn't know anyone here. right um everyone just thought I was like crazy for coming here <laughs> just like all by myself like it's so expensive how are you gonna right. do it? um but it was like I loved my experience at FIT because I kind of like really wanted it to be focused around fashion and it really was because that's what I was there to do mm-hmm. so I loved all the project projects we had and like everything we learned, I think was very fulfilling as well as like all of like the art history classes, um, which mm-hmm. I really loved and like going to museums, just walking everywhere. Yeah. I love, I love walking everywhere. Me too. So, honestly, um, that was, yeah, that was honestly <laughs> like, I think my favorite part of like moving here was just like walking everywhere and just like people watching and just like you know, I'm, I'm, I'm like a right. small town girl in a big city, so it was, you know, it was great. I will say it was, I was kind of like sad the first semester just because like I did mm-hmm. miss my family because, you know, right, wasn't my mom and all by myself, but I will say it was kind of, I guess like what did kind of shock me in a sense was how competitive everyone was. I kind of mm-hmm. wished, um, I mean, I guess I wish everyone was just kind of more like, let's just help each other out more and just, you know, all be friends and not try to compete. But I I think like competition was kind of like, they kind of set us up to compete with each other, which I wasn't too like, you know, when it came to like our exhibition and our associates, they put so much pressure on everyone to try to get in. Right. And it doesn't, it didn't really matter, honestly, like, (laughs) okay, you got in because all of these people decided your garment was good enough which I mm-hmm. didn't like. I personally didn't like that. I feel like yeah. they should have judged. They should have judged everyone at once, not go into separate rooms and then pick, pick, right. take their pick and choose. Um, I feel like everyone should have had an Eve and like judging. Um, but I feel like that really like hurt a lot of people's self-esteem when it came to like designing. Cause it's mm-hmm. like, 
so what someone says they don't like your design right and other people might love it like yeah you know it's just so it's so it, it was so competitive I mean then again yeah. the industry is very exactly I'm like so that is how it is really, but <laughs> yeah, it's, it's no it is very cutthroat um and I guess um I learned a lot of things at my internships um it was just kind of like kind of made me not really want to go <laughs> to, to, to the industry at times right. I would just see people get fired left and right I was oh like gosh. okay that designer just got fired everyone's Yikes. replaceable so it was like it was shocking at times um mm-hmm. I mean the best moments were honestly just working on uh, like there's like a few of my classmates who we were like a little closer because we were in the intimate apparel group so mm-hmm. my favorite moments are like we're working at like 1 a.m still <laughs> in the sewing rooms until like because they close at two I believe we kick us right. out and we would just we just all go to McDonald's get like McFlurries <laughs> and fries to like That's give so us fun. that like boost of energy right it was like right down the street yeah, from FIT. yeah so we and it was the only thing open so we would go and like get these McFlurries and like fries and then we'd come back and just like okay we got to stay up we got to be energized to finish right. for the next day <laughs> um but those are like the best moments and um I mean the nightlife was good if you wanted to go right I'm not a big club person but I never dinner, went to one <laughs> I've gone I, I hate the experience yeah <laughs> but, but no food's amazing I love like food in general in New York just amazing but True. it was a complete culture shock but I, I loved every second of it yeah I feel like it's a very like chaotic experience but obviously there's so much you get out of it and it's always it's always fun at the end you know <laughs> yeah yeah and I feel like I made a lot more relationships with my professors than I did with my classmates yeah, yeah. I had a weird well I guess my experience since I was like in Italy for a year and then New York I feel like in Italy my group like the group of people I was with weren't very competitive and we were all like best friends but it's also because we were like the same like 13 people for every single class every single day so we kind of yeah we spent like 12 hours a day every single day together and like on weekends too because we were our only friends so it's like (laughs) I was gonna say you kind of gotta make friends yeah like we kind of had to be best friends um so then I feel like I had even more of a shot going to FIT in New York where I was like oh my god everybody's kind of like standoffish but I guess it was also like sophomore year so people already had their friend groups and nobody cared to like continue making friends so I was just like okay like cool (laughs) I guess we're not all best friends in every class yeah I know I'd I'd at least try to find one like make one friend in the class right kind of like get through like some of the like general ed courses but, yes. but yeah it was like I feel like I need someone <laughs> I know me too I'm like I need at least one like like a buddy just to like complain yeah. about the class with exactly. every once in a while like come on but that's funny um so okay let's talk about internships because I don't think I've really talked about internships with like anybody else on the podcasts um and I'm sure you had probably multiple throughout your experience um I've had three and okay. there was I'm not going to disclose the names just yeah you know yeah. Don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> but don't want to throw anyone under the bus. Right, here. right. But um, I've had three internships and one of them I was there for like a year, a year. Oh wow. They loved having me mm-hmm. and they they loved working with my schedule, which was awesome because I didn't yeah. like I didn't like to overwork myself at an internship. So the right. max was like two or three days. But I did do the summer, I did work like I was like a full-time intern during mm-hmm. the summer, which was great because obviously I had, I had expenses. So right. during the summer, I did go in like five days a week, which was honestly awesome because I kind of got yeah. to live that like corporate, like, right. you know, going into right. like corporate lifestyle, um, nine to five um, job. So it was great. I learned um, at that internship, I learned so much. Um, I had the best, um, the best boss. She was awesome. Um, I feel like she really gave me a lot of like a lot more creativity than most people because um, she would actually have me doing a lot of illustrator flats because mm-hmm. um, I was like in like the shapewear. I was doing shapewear um, with her. So um, it was it was great. I got to do illustrator. I got to like use do all my flats like on illustrator right for for her and like I loved that she kind of was like here's some like inspiration like this is like the kind of like um mesh we want we want this to be like 
kind of like tummy controlling and like we want this to have the rib and the knit here mm -hmm. so it was really cool because she'd just tell me and then I'd come up with sketches she's like just do a few variations and then just give them to me so it was really cool because right. like some of those got turned into samples and it was really cool to see like, oh, that's so cool to see my illustration. Like, I did that. Like a, yeah, and like a 3D form. Right. So like into a physical garment. So um, I loved it. Um, she gave, yeah, she gave me a lot to do. So I, I really enjoyed it. I wasn't just like, because um, I saw most of the interns mostly were just doing like color trips and stuff. So it wasn't like, mm -hmm. you know, or market research. So I feel like when you, when someone gives you like illustrator flat, and not yeah. just like tech yeah. tech pack stuff you know <laughs> I'm like oh okay I'm like I, I love that this is right. What I'm doing right, now. right so but yeah in an internship usually you're just doing color trips finding inspiration that's what I found and like mm -hmm. looking through fabric and um just like tech packs and like excel <laughs> that yeah. was like every that was like all my other internships that's why I really liked the one I was there at the longest um mm -hmm. and then another one for just like the summer um that one was just like part-time and it was not my favorite. I like mm. kind of just sat around Dang. and like looked through Pinterest. Like, see, this is a thing. Yikes. <laughs> like, we'd like, yeah, we would just sit there and I was just like, I mean, whatever. I'm getting, I have a stipend for this. So that's fine. Right, at least. But normally they don't, but normally the, that one doesn't pay you. The mm -hmm. one I was there for a year did pay me. Always that's find nice. an internship that pays you. Never work for free, you guys. So just uh, big yeah, tip. I made that yeah, mistake. Never work, <laughs> never work for free. You are worth so much more than that. I Trust know. Um, but yeah, so the other place I was for the summer, it was through a stipend. So they weren't physically paying me, but. Mm -hmm. I'd go on coffee runs for them, mm, which like, the I don't mind, but right. you know, it yeah. was like the classic thing. It's yeah. Like, um, <laughs> yeah. I feel like someone else should be getting coffee, but um, right. yeah. So like they'd send me on coffee runs and I feel like I was just sitting at a desk and not really doing anything. Mm. Um, sometimes I'd get like um, colored swatches to look through. Sometimes I'd go to the garment district to pick up a few things. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, other than that, um, we didn't really do much there. So um, there's like this other intern there and we kind of just like hung out and talked. Right. <laughs> there wasn't much else to do. Um, um, yeah. Or we were just like photocopying like a whole right. bunch of like flats or something for their boards. But yeah. And then like we just saw designers getting fired left and right there. So that's terrifying. That was an interesting. Yeah. It was terrifying. Cause I was Yikes. like, wait, I like love, like I loved them. And then, right. um, I like reached back out re like not recently I think that was like after I graduated just to uh, like get a reference um mm -hmm. and um I found out like wait my like one of the really good like head designers there got fired I was like wait oh she's amazing and I was like shocked because she was like the amount of stress they were under I was mm -hmm. just kind of like sitting there not doing anything but like everything was so chaotic it was oh. so chaotic and I was just like she was under so much stress and pressure but she was like amazing she was like I, I, I could never I could be here. <laughs> yeah. I know. I like the striving. To, I was like, I wish I could. That's like what I imagine I right. could be in the future. It's like the head designer. She was amazing. She was so calm, put together the way she dressed. She was like head to toe perfection. Dang. I like aspired to be here, but be here. But like, I, you know, when I reached out, I like mm -hmm. found out she just got, she's no longer with them, which I hope she didn't get fired. I hope she just left and was like, right. I'm going Hopefully. somewhere else. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And then the last internship I had, great. Um, it was also great. Um, she, uh, my like my bosses, um, it was so nice because it's like most mm -hmm. of them, like most of these were like all women, which was um, that's so nice, which was amazing. Yeah. I was like, I love seeing like all of these women in the workplace. Yes. So um, I like loved it. Um, everyone was so nice there, and um, I learned so much about bra making and bra pattern. So I learned mm -hmm. like. At FIT, I learned a lot about, because um, Intimates class, we mm -hmm. would like pattern our bras and stuff. But at this internship, I learned so much about like the technical aspect about like making a bra and like the patterns and like how much um, you need to like have like, because your pattern's not exactly like, I don't know if this is going to make sense. So for like, <laughs> a, for like an underwire pattern, mm -hmm. so um, an underwire cup your pattern's not going to match your underwire when it comes to the frame of the bra. It has to be like five eighths of an inch away from mm -hmm. that um, underwire line in right. order for the underwire to actually like 
cup, cup in. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That so, makes sense. So yeah, so it was just like so cool. Like I learned like those little things, and like I would just like work on patterns and like perfecting the patterns. That's so. So cool. honestly, I really enjoyed that yeah. because I wasn't even like on the com- I was on the computer a few times to like input like colors or something, but most of the time mm-hmm. I spent was just like working on patterns like scanning them, fixing them, putting the paper together to kind of visualize how right. it would look when it's actually sewn together. Um, I, I honestly loved it there. I learned so much. And like, I even learned about like, um, like panties and like different laces mm-hmm. and like how much your elastic needs to like stretch with your lace when it's actually right. in production. So I forget what the percentage is, but um, it's just like, so cool. I learned so That's much. So cool. I, I, I completely enjoyed my time there. Mm-hmm. They, um, they, but they did offer me a job when I was starting my business, they mm-hmm. reached back out. Um, cause like my internship ended during COVID. I was right. in yeah, yeah. there during COVID yep. and like, obviously things happen. Yeah. So, um, that wasn't a thing anymore, but obviously when like things got a little bit better, um, in New York and I was starting my business, they reached back out and offered me a job. And Dang. I turned it down. I turned it down because I was starting my business. Right, and I was like, right. I was like, you know what? I'm making really, I think it's going to happen. Because I was mm-hmm. actually working at, a, I was working at a restaurant um, when I first started my business. Mm-hmm. And um, I was trying to, you know, fund my business by right. myself. Um, and I was like, I can't, I'm not going to take it. Because I was like, I have a dream and I feel like it can get there. Yes, so yes. I turned it down. And honestly, it was uh, like one of the best decisions I made. Right. And I was only at the, I was only at that restaurant for like two, two, three months because I Dang. was like, I, I worked the worst shifts. I was at the <laughs> restaurant Friday night, Saturday Oof. night, Sunday no. night. I, I was a closer. I closed. I closed. Friday, Saturday, no one, no one, no one wanted those shifts. Friday, Saturday, Sunday night, and then I opened oh. Monday mornings. Why so, would you do that to yourself? Because I needed money, and let me tell you, during oh this my was gosh, like, um, this was like when COVID was getting a little better during the summer, and everyone oh. was just outside. Right. So we, um, the restaurants, uh, Meepy Meepy. So, um, it, they're in Brooklyn, and mm. um, I was living in like Fiday financial district at the time so I'd go all the way to Brooklyn just for this job oh my because, gosh like, during the summer you I will not tell you how many people that was a time where everyone wanted to be outside and we yeah. had so much outdoor seating mm-hmm. it was chaotic every oh, Friday I bet. Saturday, oh my Sunday. gosh it was chaotic and That's like crazy. I made great tips I made oh great I bet tips, good, good for you <laughs> I know and I was like this is what people work in. <laughs> right people work in the restaurant industry in New York is the tips oh I bet so yeah. um it really helped fund my business. But then I got to a point where I kind of was like, all I was thinking when I'd go to sleep, I would just think about the restaurant. And I was like, this is not, this is not healthy for my mental right. health and for my business. Cause I was like, it was just way too much. And I was like, I can't do this anymore. I need to quit. Cause I feel like if I put in a hundred percent of myself into my business, it can grow and want to know what happened when I quit. It grew. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Guess, yeah. you know but it was a good cushion you know I needed yeah. a cushion in order to actually you know commit to my time to my I business. mean for sure especially living in New York everything's so yeah. expensive like you need that it is. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's insane <laughs> yeah no I I don't blame you but it's so cool that it ended up working out I feel like that's such a that's I feel like in a way like kind of a risk that I'm at right now where I feel like you just have to put like 110 percent just like go for it and then eventually it'll do better but like for me it's less of like time-wise because I already do this full-time but I'm like I just need to like move out of here and I feel like that would help me in like a million different ways <laughs> I'm like I know it'll probably be rough and very expensive but I just feel like you know you gotta do you gotta risk it at some point and then the opportunities just come you know like when you do that exactly so. like the biggest risk is not taking one so exactly it, it, honestly go for it are you thinking LA I am thinking LA okay Mostly, honestly, at this point, just like weather-wise, I need I need warm. I was gonna say, <laughs> well, I leave I leave New York. I leave New York in the winter and go back <laughs> to yeah. see my parents. As you I'm should. Like, oh, I'm just I'm just gonna extend my Christmas break and just right. be in this warm weather. So yeah. I, like, I cannot do the snow. I cannot do the snow. No, I'm so over. It. I'm like I've lived in Indiana basically my entire life. The weather here sucks. <laughs> I'm like I need something new. I just want a fresh start. I've never lived like close to the ocean so that sounds really cool oh, <laughs> like, I back in my hometown I'm like mm-hmm. a half hour away from Avila Beach so 
it's so nice that's going home. so nice oh I bet I mean it's nice to have that to go back to it all like you have the best yeah. of both worlds you know yeah so that's why it's nice but I don't think I'm gonna stay in New York forever I think you know right I was gonna ask good. you that I feel like you look like you just are such a California girl I feel like <laughs> you give me like warm vibe energy <laughs> like um, um yeah so I like haven't really decided um yeah. like my boyfriend and I, obviously he's like in the picture. So we kind of right, figure right. that out. Um, we don't live together, but um, mm-hmm. eventually I think we want to move closer to California just because mm-hmm. like our family's there and like his parents are getting older. So um, right. we're thinking that area, we're kind of thinking Denver is a possibility. I know it's cold, but I just yes. want, I love out, <laughs> I love the outdoors. Yeah. I think just being surrounded by like nature and just like you know, not a big city, right. yeah. you know, it does might a lot. be nice for, yeah. you know, might be nice, <laughs> especially, you know, clean, fresh air. Oh my God. Yeah. It's, it's nice for your mental health. <laughs> being able to like walk outside and see some greenery every once in a while is pretty nice. Yeah, that's why I like going back home. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't blame you. It, it is very nice to get away from the city at times too, especially, I don't know. I feel like trying to be like one with sustainability too, and thinking about it, I feel like whenever I'm like surrounded by too much, I'm like, this just doesn't, I'm not in the right headspace. But I feel like if I'm like walking on trails, I'm like, okay, I'm in the right headspace. I can think, I I can think sustainably now. (laughs) I know. It's like, I walk around New York and like, there's so much trash. Yeah. It gives me so much, it gives me so much anxiety. Literally. I can't, why? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So true. So true. Um, there's like a million things I could ask you right now. I'm trying to think of where I want to go with this, but um, I guess first question, why did you choose intimate apparel? Cause you said that you wanted either intimate or evening wear. Yeah. What made you go towards intimate more? So I went towards intimates because um, when you look at the senior thesis, like exhibit, I don't know if you went, oh, well, that was during COVID. So never mind. Yeah. Um, <laughs> during the, <laughs> during the senior, uh, during my when I was in like my associate's degree mm-hmm. you kind of have to decide your fifth semester like right concrete but um in fourth semester while you had exhibition going on you'd see senior thesis and when you just go into that room the first thing my eye went to was the intimate apparel class yeah. like the garments were just amazing exquisite like on a couture level like mm-hmm. the, the gowns were nice but like they didn't catch my eye yeah because I feel like intimate apparel is just like so much attention to detail and it just looked like so such like you know a difficult thing to do that right. I kind of love it I love challenges so like mm-hmm. when it comes to like something difficult um I really like to push myself um to try to create something you know very complex and I think right. that's why I went towards it and just like I kind of love making you know women feel so empowered yeah that, so totally yeah I feel like I never looked into intimates or like thought about it but then I had so many friends like start to specialize in it and just like seeing all the like little details and like all these dainty fun little things I'm like this is actually so cool I feel like I never had an appreciation for it or ever even like thought about it because I don't know you just think it's like part of your everyday I don't know life or whatever it's not like I don't know I feel like it's kind of like taboo to talk about sometimes too but then like starting to see people like make it I'm like this is literally like such an art form like this is so freaking cool yeah I was also like kind of like worried like okay what is everyone else gonna what are my parents gonna think if I go into like lingerie yeah it's just like it's like whatever it's everyone's you know everyone can take it the way they want to take it but it's just like I swear like everyone should just go into like a La Perla or just an agent provocateur store in their life because it's a beautiful thing to walk in there and yeah. just be like, that's a $500 garment or that's like a thousand dollar, you know, right. like corset. Like, it's just so amazing. And like, it, it's just like so beautifully made. It's just outstanding. And it really takes my breath away. So yeah. that is why I just, <laughs> yeah, no, it makes perfect sense. I feel like once you see it, it's just like, this is so freaking cool. And it's a really big industry too. I feel like nowadays, even it's gotten even bigger. It's growing. Yeah. Well, it yeah. is growing because right now you're seeing a lot more um, people wear like intimate apparel as like everyday wear, which is like right. where I kind of brought that aspect yes. into my business because like I, I just love silk and lace. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Let's also talk more about like your business. I feel like we haven't like fully, fully touched on that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, give us like a like a full rundown of your business, kind of like your your day-to-day with it and all of that so um I so 
I'll just start off with like, um, so I think my biggest inspiration for starting my business was my dad because mm-hmm. he um, immigrated to this country without that much money. Um, and he worked, he worked as a field worker and um, he really like him and my mom really like um, went from like that lifestyle. Cause growing up, we didn't have that much money. So um, it was like for like clothing, I'd always like try to DIY something if I could. Right. Um, but um, they're my biggest inspiration because they started from nothing and really um, grew their business. So my dad has this like labor contracting business and mm-hmm. um, he provides labor for all of these wineries. Um, yeah. Oh, he's cool. also, he's, yeah, he's also on TikTok. So um, I love uh, that. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's so cool. Like he has so much knowledge on like grapes and like taking care of the vines and like, mm-hmm. you know, what really goes into all of that. Um, so um, he's like my biggest inspiration. And he always, I'll, I'll, since we were younger, um, he like, when he started his business, he always pushed us to start something of our own. Mm-hmm which honestly is like amazing to have someone do that. And as well as my mom, they also are like investing in like a lot of other real estate and stuff. So they're really trying to just grow better and they always push me mm-hmm. to grow. Um, so <laughs> my um, business is like my everyday day-to-day life. It kind of depends. Um, mm-hmm. So I never really have like a schedule. Cause me? I feel like, <laughs> I feel yeah. like it's all, it's, it's like all over the place. And um, honestly, it's like, I'm very fortunate to be doing this. And like, I know that. So like my day to day is, is either making just like, I, if I go to thrift store and find cool fabric. So like the shirt I'm wearing mm-hmm. right now, I made the drawstring tank. So um, thanks. <laughs> I upcycled. So like, I found this, it's like a stretch lace and it was so cute. Right. It was like this, like three quarter sleeve, like just button down. And it was just mm-hmm. so boring. So um, like whenever I find something cool, I'm like, I feel like I can do something with it. So um, like, this past week, it was just like cutting up thrifted material and um, just making these tanks because I released this pattern the week before. Um, mm-hmm. And I like to make some products that are, that are like more affordable um, right. So to the general public. So um, these are like easy and more affordable to make. So that's what I did. Um, and I also was draping um, this silk oh, it's gown. So I love I'm your so silk excited. gowns. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I'm so excited. So I was draping this yes. silk dress because I'm doing, I'm going to do a prom because I feel like everyone has been yep. asking me to do like a prom dress. Yep. So this is going to be the prom dress and I'm really excited for That's it. That's exciting. It's like a bias. It's the bias gown with like gathered cuffs. Oh, so it's gonna, I'm so excited. I love a good bias gown. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So I was like last night, I was like working on um, my, on patterning my drape. Mm-hmm. So it's all patterned out. And then I went to go pick up um, silk fabric today so because I was out of paper and I needed silk other silk fabrics I have mm-hmm. a, a custom order I'm working on so I'm um, starting that this week so I'm it, my day-to-day is yeah. just like <laughs> all over the place no I get and that then, yeah. and then like here and there I'm like making content to like right. post on TikTok or like Instagram because you know I feel like I just need to be mm-hmm. more active sometimes and I feel like sometimes I, my life gets so busy with other things that I like it happens don't do enough content yeah I feel like yeah. there's always so much pressure especially for like content creators to oh just, my gosh like, yeah keep pushing this out and like and I don't know how you do it because you have like listen I don't either I don't know <laughs> How does this, like, I watch, I watch your vlogs all the time. And I'm just like, how does Natalia do this? Cause I feel I like don't know. it's so, it's so much work to post a video, to yeah. make a video. And it's just a lot. So I feel like I told, I told myself like, mm-hmm. you know what, let's just do two videos a month. Yeah. The tutorials are too much for me. Doing oh, the tutorials pattern. are so much. Yeah. Yeah. So much. And like doing the like digital blueprint is so much. So mm-hmm. it's just, I was like, I need to tone it down. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I can't do one every week. Oh my gosh. No, one a week is so like, I, everybody asks me to like, you know, give out patterns and tutorials. And I'm like, I don't do it because it takes so long. Like I do not (laughs) physically have the time to like make a whole like pattern and instructions and tutorial. Like it's literally a full-time job. I'm like, I can't, that I cannot add that to my plate. I'm like, here are all the people that I know that do it. (laughs) You can look at their stuff. just go there yeah, yeah I'm like, like I throw them all to you guys and I'm like all right <laughs> they've got patterns you can look at I can't do this I know it's, it's like so I much was, work I, yeah I'm like Kiana's amazing she I don't know yeah, how you she had does her it. she like killed I know it. Oh I'm my like gosh. I, I love Kiana she's yeah. amazing oh um, yeah. but I just like I love that and like I think we like all started at the same time with, right like our 
businesses and stuff. Right. And like, I loved, I loved her patterns. And I feel like mm-hmm. um, she has really like, um, she's just killing it so much. She really is. Appreciate everything she's doing as yeah. well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just like, I feel like I'd never realized how big of an industry the like sewing pattern industry is. Right. Which is insane because, um, I mean, I'll be transparent and honest. Um, mm-hmm. The sewing patterns pay my bills. Oh, um, I bet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's like they pay my bills. And like, of course, like these custom orders help out with like other things. Um, mm-hmm. So I, yeah, I'll, these orders, like my custom orders and stuff, they really help like put money back into my business and like, right. you know, try to do my best to be like transparent and like use recycled products. So like, um, my like all of my packaging is from no issue so right. um so they do use recycled cardboard and then um all of their inks are soy-based inks so mm-hmm. they're you know not non-toxic right. so because like I have tissue paper and like it's all printed with soy-based inks mm-hmm. and I have I got I have thank you cards from them which are really cute and you can customize them right um and like they have boxes you can even get customized boxes now which is really cool that's so I just fun. don't have enough I was like I don't have enough money right now to like yeah I know whole, like bulk order of like custom boxes I feel that so I just have I just have their like dead stock pre-cut yeah. boxes they're like remnants so um mm-hmm. I just have like the basic box and I have a stamp from them yep. so I just stamp my logo on it I was like we're done that literally <laughs> me <laughs> Yeah. yeah. So I like package. Yeah. With the cardboard boxes. And then I also have the biodegradable, like, I mean the compostable um bags. Mm-hmm. So not like poly bag, poly bags or just like yeah. compostable bags. Um, so yeah, I just like, I'm really trying to like, you know, make my business really conscious yeah. about everything. Cause I, you know, that's why I haven't, that's why I haven't really like produced so much is I like, right. kind of want it to be like a more made to order basis like you know you have what you're made to order yes yeah you know? yeah I'm like that's totally. that's great but I don't I like need help because I want to like do collections Girl, and, I need help I like <laughs> I need help no it's so hard <laughs> yeah I was gonna say it's like I can't I can't I just like can't right now that's why it's like I get so many messages about like girl when are you gonna do more self dresses right. or made to order and it's just like I did the drop that one time. Yeah. And and it was so much work. It's a lot. Because it was a lot because like I like let people just give me their like, you know, I was like, I'll do any size, just give me your measurements and I'll that adjust gets the pattern. So complicated. <laughs> yeah. That I didn't I spent so much time like making a pattern for every single order. Yeah. And that took so much time because obviously it's like, you know, made to fit them perfectly. But right it was just so much work. And I was like, I, it was too much. I took like five that month and it was just like, it's a lot. <laughs> it yeah. was a lot, especially with the silk. It's oh my gosh. Like yeah. A lot. Yeah. And I feel like people don't really understand how much, like how much work I put into making a silk garment. People yeah. think, Oh, you know, you just sew it and it's done. No, it's no, there's so much. It's yeah. Biased. Yeah. There's like certain ways you got to treat that fabric. You can't just cut. Exactly. You got to lay paper down, lay yep. the fabrics, square it off and then put your pattern on top and cut all three layers or else yep. you're just gonna have a messed up piece of fabric yep. and it's just like it takes me probably two two three hours to just cut a bias oh, yeah. dress I believe it like, yeah. yeah two three hours to just cut a bias dress and that's not even taking the amount of time it took for the pattern so it's just like right. you know and like sometimes when you're dealing with like a long bias gown that's why mm-hmm. I haven't done a long bias gown drop is because mm-hmm. um when you're doing a long bias gown your fabric's only so wide so my silk's only right. 45 inches wide mm-hmm. your poly silk you're like not even silk it's just like a polyester blend yeah. that's kind of like silk um sometimes you can get that to be 60 mm-hmm. wide which is amazing because then you don't have to like add a separate piece yeah and like attach it so right. it's like when you're doing bias like there's just no more fabric with the no, there's gown. really not. So gotta, no, so you gotta attach that piece of fabric and like do that pattern, and it's just like a lot of work. Yeah. And you gotta make sure it's like seamless and it looks like it's flowing with the dress, or it's just like if you don't cut it on the same side and the grain, it's just gonna look the shade's gonna be off on a silk gown. Right. So it's just like all this work. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a lot. It is a lot. And I feel like people don't don't get that. It, it's also why I don't make that complex of pieces because I'm like, I just literally <laughs> cannot. Like I have that, people yeah. always tell me like, you make such like simple pieces. I'm like, I don't care. 
It is yeah, the only thing like, I can mass produce right now. You know like, I'm so sorry. They're simple, but they are great. Pieces, yeah, I'm like, they are know? good staples. Like, yeah, honestly, exactly. it's whatever. I don't, at this point, I'm like, listen, I have more designs in me. I just physically cannot produce them. Yeah. Like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, so I think I'm, I'm like, I think I am going to do a drop when um, I think uh, probably in the next week or two, I'm going to do mm-hmm. another silk dress drop, but I might only take like three orders. Yeah. Um, I think I'm going to just do two or three orders a month now just because I feel like mm-hmm. a lot of people have been asking for them. And I feel like right. the reason I've been like kind of like was like my pricing. I feel like I really mm-hmm. messed up my pricing in the beginning and now I'm yeah. realizing my time is worth so much more. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And like the just the fabric alone. Like I spent like yeah, it's expensive. Like I spent like four hundred and fifty dollars today on silk. Yeah. I did get a lot of silk, but it, I spent but like still, it's a lot of money. On silk. Yeah, it's because it's like twenty dollars, twenty one dollars a yard, right? Of silk. So, um, uh, yeah, I spent a lot on it, but um, that's because like I have a custom order, and like people are like, "Why are your dresses so much?" Like materials, time, and literally everything. I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, I was like, you know, I, that's why I'm like been hesitant to do a drop, but people have mm-hmm. been asking me, so it's like, I guess the demand's there, so yeah, um, I'll I'll do it, but I think I need to be like, yeah, I need to just really figure out like how much time it takes me to make one of these right. and like, price it correctly, because mm-hmm. that's like, you know, in the beginning I was like hesitant, like in the beginning, yeah. what what did I charge? I'm trying to think of what I charge, uh, three. 25 yeah I think I charged like I oof (laughs) I mean we've all been there but you know we've been there yes I think I've realized like I mean they were my first they were my first two dress I'm like trying to figure out if I can find like right they actually (laughs) charge but like they were my first two like ever silk dresses right yeah so it was like 350 and 400 which I regret pricing them that yeah Um, so, so you guys, my prices have increased by a lot. Right, right. I mean, as they um, should. Um, they were my first like actual like samples because um the way I work is um I feel like most people um like everyone works differently when it comes to like doing a sample or um uh, pattern. Like I go, I drape. I, right. I silk. You got to drape it. So I yeah. drape and then I put it into a pattern. Um, because with the drape, I feel like I can really see where everything's hitting, and then that right. I can like. Put perfect it on there on the form and then see what it looks like Mm -hmm. and then I go into the fabric and then I make the final dress so those were the two like final dresses I made but then it's like I kind of like saw those and like kind of adjusted Mm -hmm. the design when it came to like other orders I've I've made from that but usually they're like the first dress I make is like a starting off point if I need to like make adjustments because silk is finicky sometimes but usually the trick is to just drape and silk first. Right. And then you won't have any like alterations that need to be done. So right. that's, that's how I work. But um, yeah, I feel like I price those way too low. <laughs> I mean, listen, we've all been, to, I feel like my first yeah. like items that I dropped were like $40 for like handmade pieces. Like yeah, so I screwed myself over too. <laughs> that was, that was like me in the beginning. Cause like my yeah. first drop, my first drop was like all from like upcycled. I like to like small right. like, upcycle. Like that was like the first thing I ever sold was like my upcycled stuff. And like, I was pricing stuff at $35. I'm like, like that's $40. just, that doesn't cover anything. No, no, Literally that doesn't nothing. at all. My first corset I sold 150 and I'm like, Oh my God. And it was fully boned. Yeah, it was like, no, like it was, it was like, like every good other corset. <laughs> yeah, it was a good corset. It was, yeah, it was a good yeah. corset. And now I look back and I'm like, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. You know what? I've done that too. Okay. And it's just, it's hard. I feel like, yeah, I don't know. Especially when you're starting off and you don't really have like a much of a background to like go off of mm-hmm. or like credentials to your name. I was going to say, or like credibility. It, yeah, to it's your like, brand. Yeah. yeah. It's like, are people even going to think I'm worth like hundreds of dollars if they don't, if they've never seen anything from me? Yeah. yeah, it's hard. But then it's also hard to like raise your prices because then you like get this customer base that can afford one certain price and then you start raising it and then they yeah. can't afford it, which is like my problem now is like the people that I've had you. now it's like they can't afford it. And I get it because most of them are college students is like my main yeah. following. So I'm like, I get it. But also it's like, dang, I really screwed myself over like that. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're, we're all still learning yeah, yeah we're all still learning but yeah exactly yeah but Happens. you know such is life yeah you you live and you learn <laughs> it's yeah a and constantly I know I'm 
constantly learning like yeah. taxes are almost due that's like a whole other girl I just got a CPA I need one so bad I got one I've been doing it myself I was like I'm not doing it myself heck no no next year like I need one for like this next year because I can't it was awful just even like as a business but then also as a content creator and doing both is like it's just ridiculous yeah everything's under my same everything's under the same name for me so I'm just like yeah, it's just like it, I'm like I'm just gonna have someone here take all of this and like that's very smart. Out, I, I need I'm, to. I'm done. I, yeah, I, need I was to like, do I that. don't care. <laughs> I will pay you. I will pay you X, Y, and Z, and that's fine. Yeah. No, I that was yeah. that was smart on your part. I need to. I need to get on that because it literally took me like hours upon hours to freaking figure out. It's well, my rough. whole taxes were yeah, my whole taxes were a mess because like in the beginning it was like in this my personal account, and then mm. I got I opened a business account, so it was like a whole whole other thing and it's just like I'm not yeah. getting like all of this like finance and no dude me neither. books and like bookkeeping Mm-mm. this is just not me but I can't wait till I get to a point where I can just have someone be in charge of all of that oh God, and not yeah. have to deal with it yeah that like, sounds like be a dream. nice must be nice <laughs> yeah seriously though like I cannot wait for that day I hate having to track everything and yeah because you use you use Shopify right I use Squarespace oh actually. Squarespace okay yeah okay I feel like I'm that yeah, weird cause... person that uses Squarespace. Everybody else okay. uses Shopify. Well, I was gonna say I was like, I was, just gonna, I was like, is she using Squarespace? Yeah. Actually, if you don't mind me, asking. I actually really love it. I was gonna switch to Shopify at one point, and I was like getting ready to like switch it, and then I just like hated Shopify from the back end. I think oh, it was literally okay. just straight the aesthetics. I hated the aesthetics of Shopify, and Squarespace is very minimalistic and like looks really pretty. <laughs> so I feel like that's literally like my main reason for using Squarespace, which maybe is not a great yeah. reason, but um, oh. yeah, I really like it. I mean, it's worked really well for me and I feel like I have everything I need through it. So I don't know. Yeah, because I no, that's great. I mean, because right now I'm using Etsy and it's right. great for it's great for digital blueprints and stuff. Yeah. But for my like made to order pieces, I think next year I want to transition to have like an actual website for that. Yeah, I you feel should. like I feel like I should have one for that and not just use Etsy because Etsy is like fine with the digital aspect, but yeah, like change they changed their like um etcv to 6.5 right. instead of five percent so much is, yeah honestly it is but like the way i looked at it was like you know what they do so, they make it my life easy they do so they do that is why because they like charge your tax they charge the um out of state like fee like the right. international fee um like all those taxes and like extra yeah like things yeah you know sales tax all that stuff that's what I meant with sales tax yeah, yeah. the sales tax for like every state which makes it easy because like they integrated Etsy with QuickBooks so they just whoop, right. put everything in there and I can like track everything um which is nice but um I think for my actual orders um I want to like transition to a website yeah. I think that's like my next my next thing I need to do next year <laughs> yeah no I think it, it's always nice to have your own personal source of income that like it's not through a third party thing but obviously yeah for patterns I feel like it makes more sense because even people who are looking for patterns they'll look for them there yeah and the yeah that's why I like it it's because like Etsy just like just sends them an email of the blueprint and then I'm done it's all done on my end it's there forever it exists I don't have to touch that listing so it's right you know, it's nice. I know. And then I even, um, I always get people, I like feel bad, but like, I'm just like <laughs> can you guys not read? Cause like, I don't know what else to do. People buy my patterns thinking they're actual garments. And yep. I'm like, no, I'm not selling silk dresses for $12. No. That's a sewing, that's a sewing pattern. I don't know where you yeah, guys are getting uh-uh. this. And like, I'm like, what is this industry doing? What is this fast fashion industry doing right? to like all of these people thinking, making them think like a garment is $12. It's crazy. It's so, so crazy. And like, that's why I recently changed my Etsy listings. Now I have like my flat sketch. Um, yeah. I was like, maybe that'll help people. And then I'm, I mean, like, I'm like, it says so I'm like, it says sewing pattern. There's like the PDF right. icon. I don't know what to do. Um, but I get people all the time who buy them and then they're like, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't realize this wasn't an actual dress. And I'm like, yikes. And like, obviously I refund. I right. Refund right. Um, but that's cancel annoying. Order, but, <laughs> but it is because yeah. like I've had quite a few. Oh, I bet. I feel like yeah. people are like impulsively buying things and not reading well, anything. I feel like like that's what most of like our generation does now. Is right. Click, click buy. Right. You know? Yeah. It's just like, it's what people do now, but. It is. Dang. That's rough. Yeah. So it's just like, and then people see my 
actual price and they're like oh, oh okay <laughs> yeah like never mind <laughs> let me learn yeah. how to sew real quick <laughs> I know. I'm like, yeah but like you know it's justified it's good I feel like the people that see that like or like the people that can pay for that will see that and then you know you'll find your customer base like there is a customer yeah. base for that there yeah there, there is, definitely there is. is so yeah I've had I have those people <laughs> exactly I'm like I, so, that's what know, I tell myself I'm like there is yeah, a customer base even if it's they're not there. Like, <laughs> they're there they're there <laughs> yeah like it, it, it'll happen definitely yeah, but, um I feel like um you know just trying to be more conscious about my product and it's right. like I don't know like how much more I can grow without like you know, asking for help, but yeah. also like, I want to pay those people, you know, a living wage and not yep. just like, you know, it's like, it's hard. Like most com- that's why most companies just get free interns, you know? Like, yeah. Yeah. They don't pay their interns. It's just like, just more money in their pocket to not pay these people to do work. So it's exactly. just like, like, I'm not going to do that. I'm not right. <laughs> not right. pay somebody. So, um, yeah, it's just like, I need help, but or I just like people just need to be okay with me only taking a few orders at a time. I know it's just too much. It's just it is. It is. I get that. It is hard to hire help too. I feel like that's I. Everybody asks me if I'm gonna get more help or if I'm gonna like get an editor, or social media person, like whatever. I'm like, you guys realize that costs money that I don't have. Like, I want to pay these people proper like yeah, exactly. wages for what they're doing, but I'm like, I can't afford that right now, so I'm it's gonna like, keep doing everything yeah. myself until I can. <laughs> exactly and then it's like I got you got to pay yourself exactly like I also have to pay like for where I live and all my living expenses and all the things so it's not as easy as it sounds on paper yeah (laughs) yeah it it gets a little harder than that but thank you so much for coming on today (laughs) well thank you so much for having me I really enjoyed talking to you of course where can people find you shout yourself out so um, Transformations by Tracy on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. My Etsy's Transformed by Tracy because there's a character limit on the top <laughs> name. So only Etsy's like Transformed by Tracy, but everything else, Transformations by Tracy. Perfect. Well, go check her out if you haven't. Subscribe, follow, shop, do all the things. And I will <laughs> see you guys in the next one. Bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.